0: Hello and welcome to the Heat Unmissables podcast, the weekly look at pop culture, television, film. Sometimes we go to the theatre. Sometimes we read a book. We might even review an album one day. We haven't done so yet, but one day soon. That voice you can hear is Steph Seelan, Heat's associate assistant special projects editor. Welcome.
1: <laughs> welcome to you, boy. She tried to
0: get access to a top film that hasn't come out yet this week. Failed.
1: Boy. Don't... <laughs> That? I did not. She's
2: Do gonna be that. carted to prison. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, but you didn't. It's fine. Yeah, uh, and Kay Roberto's here, entertainment editor. Hello. Uh, soap queen and general all round general expert on television and stuff. And she's wearing culottes today. That's she's, the news.
1: I love how obsessed you are with she's these culottes. Very, she's very Riviera today. Very
0: Riviera is a show that we'll be doing, I think, next oh. week's podcast, by the way.
2: I <laughs> yeah. didn't even yeah. know that either.
0: Yeah, there's a show called Riviera <laughs> starting on Sky Atlantic soon. I'm
2: going to wear the culottes for next week's podcast.
0: There you podcast. go. Yeah. yeah. So it's topical. Well done, okay. Steph.
1: I'm going to post a picture of your outfit today so people know what you're wearing. Because you look great. You can get the podcast look. That'll be a new thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Offshoot. Yeah. like it. <laughs> today, we are going to be talking about... League of Their Own Road Trip 2. Yes, it's the follow up to the highly popular League of Their Own Road Trip, in which the regulars on A League of Their Own, led by James Corden, of course, went on a road trip around America and did silly things. And they're doing it all over again this week.
1: They're back in the car to talk about this.
0: Paula, which stop Paula? Sorry, Paula. I <laughs> pitched there? Paula. Paula, which started. Uh, we were recording this obviously on Friday. It started last Thursday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, I always go into this. I don't know why. Um, and it's the new three part kind of psychological thriller starring Denise Gough, who was in Angels in America. The, oh, yeah, is which she. Still, she still is, in fact. She's on every on stage. Yeah, doing oh, that. Big busy? part in that. Yeah. The film Wonder Woman, which opens in cinemas on June the 1st, only I've seen it. This is going to be a self review, a boy special, special in which Steph and Kate ask me probing questions about it, hopefully.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of questions. Because
0: you guys haven't seen it yet. Because you
1: wouldn't
0: take us. Well, no, because I can get a plus one. Well, you say that. Or a plus two, even. And Orange is the New Black Season 5 starting on the Netflix on next Friday, June the 9th. All 13 episodes drop, as is tradition. We've all watched... Well, it's the Virgin Viewer slot, because neither of you have watched this all iconic show before.
2: Yeah, that's what this
0: slot's for, That's though, what yeah. this slot is for. Um, and we're going to ask, in, in, in relation to Wonder Woman, what's the greatest superhero of all time? Before any of that, in the news section, I thought we'd talk a little bit more about Twin Peaks, actually. I know we went on about it last week. Endlessly, frankly, and which I, I, I think I got myself quite t- tied up in knots trying to explain the premise it's of really, Twin Peaks. Really so we're going to do it again. Like, no, I'm not <laughs> going to do it again. Or, but what? Because when we reviewed last week, I stayed up till four in the morning watching epi- the, the, basically episode one, mm. which is a two hour episode. They kind of called it one and two, but it's, bit, it's not really true, is it? It's like into one. But now the next two episodes were available on Sky, on Sky Atlantic and Now TV uh, straight afterwards, and I've watched those as well. And let me just say now, have you watched them have you watched I
1: watched I've watched episode three. Yeah. But not four.
0: Well, episode three was well, is what I consider to be one of the most bizarre episodes of television, I'm, hours of television in the history of this great medium.
1: I'm so glad you said that because I was like it's, it's becoming more it was becoming a bit more like an art installation to me, this yeah. whole show. Yeah. I was like, it's 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 faintly ridiculous. All really just to get agent cooper back into the mm. real world
2: mm. i mean it was crazy he just walk through a door or something well he sort well, of he
0: kind of did yeah It'll be a door in a, in a thing in a kind of metal shed floating in the universe in the stars kind of thing with a yeah. woman with, a, with whose eyes are got sewn, skin over her yeah, sewn up a
1: sewn up her yeah. eyes and yeah she, and she she sort of she doesn 't speak, but she sort of gestures yes. doesn 't she and makes sort right, of yeah. noises yeah.
2: is it well done
0: it, it kind of yeah i mean i did i have to say I did get frustrated with after about the ten minutes of him floating around and looking out to this kind of c g i landscape that you don 't really know where it is and yeah. what's going on. It was quite slow wasn't it i mean the art the art um the art installation is a yeah. good comparison because it is like when you go to like the Tate or something, and there's some exactly. someone's you know, we go into a room and there's like, I don't know, the sea, yeah, just going in and out. It yeah. sounds, but you can, it wasn't like out that. that, yeah, when you want, right. this
1: You got to stick with it, yeah.
0: Well, you could have fast forwarded I suppose. No, I watched every every last minute of it, every last damn minute of it, it's as nice. uh, Agent Cooper would say. Yeah. But then, weirdly, so episode three, and it got even more. And there's this whole thing about, so there's now like three Agent Coopers really, because there's the one stuck in the lodge, who that one they're trying to get out, there's Is the doppelganger evil doppelganger, and then he goes into the body of this other guy who's got a whole family and married married to this woman. Is that in
1: episode four? No, this
0: is an episode. episode, When he arrives in 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 the in that. In the, oh, maybe it is an episode four. It's in You're episode right. Four, I've, I've seen them both. I don't know which is which yeah. Yeah. Um And yeah, she's she's he's got a whole family. And like this woman thinks he's this guy Dougie. He's called Dougie. Oh yeah,
1: Dougie. Dougie. so When he was with the prostitute. Oh right, Yeah. Dougie. And she's like Dougie. Dougie. that was Dougie.
0: Yeah. So right. you met Dougie in episode three. I did three, meet yeah. Dougie. And he goes to the Las Vegas casino, and he starts. He randomly uses all... Well, yeah, he but gets, he wins
2: all the money. He wins
0: all the money on every single slot machine. He's got the power on every single slot machine. Oh, okay, it, honestly, okay, it's I'm just de- so confused. He meant it
2: It is. Do you think, if anyone's listening to this and they haven't watched the original and they haven't watched the first episode, is it worth... Yeah, well, the original's
0: kind of irrelevant now because this is going down so many weird... Roots of its yeah. own, digressions and peculiarities of its own. It doesn't even matter that whatever happened in the original two series. You just well, kind of want, soak up this new bizarre.
1: I wanted to ask you a question actually. So you know Agent Cooper, when he goes into the body of Dougie Because yeah. I was confused because I thought well, yeah. I thought that, that he was just gonna be normal Agent Cooper, but he's not. So when in the first series, was he no, was he just a
0: normal? Well, to start with, yeah. I agent mean, he did. He did at some point. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was right at the beginning. It always
1: yeah, always been this. Oh no no, no, no.
0: To start with, he was a normal. Yeah, he was. He was Agent Cooper. Yeah, Absolutely normal. The brilliant episode four then is 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 a really entertaining and kind of fast moving thing where David Lynch's character comes back.
2: Oh no, David Lynch is actually back three back at as well, the epi- so I can't remember. Of what, three. The events of three and
0: four are clearly mixed in my mind. But anyway, K.
1: K. is four, so confused. Yeah, right now. four yeah. doesn't
0: have any of the surreal, long, ten-minute art installation bits, does it? Yeah, yeah, no. So four is more straightforward. Anyway, um, how the many bottom stars line are you is, giving the,
2: the well, third and fourth episode?
0: Well, I'd give them like four and a half, right? Because, but I'm, I'm almost in awe of the the state to which David Lynch
2: has
1: gotten away with
0: it. has gone away with it. <laughs> I I'm watching too. episode three with the with the long. The long isolation stuff. I was thinking he's sitting there right now, rubbing his hands. You really taking going, the piss? I am taking the piss. <laughs> Showtime have given me, uh, given me millions and millions of dollars to make whatever the hell I want to do, and I've done it. And I, I was imagining. I, I was imagining the Showtime executives when they watched this hour of TV, the episode three, must have been like, "Oh my god, what have we done?" Can
2: you no, imagine? But each pitched? of them, are, each of them are probably thinking. Wait a minute! I have to like I have to pretend to understand this because if I don't, I'm really yeah. stupid. It's like it's like when you go
1: to the Tate and there's a bit of blue tack on the wall, and someone goes, "Isn't this the most yeah. incredible thing that you've ever seen?" And what it
2: says about society, yeah. and you're like, "It's just a bit of blue it, tack." And is I also wonder leftover. whether
0: I also my theory is because because it, origi- it was announced quite late in the day that they were suddenly going to put these episodes three and four out to to watch afterwards. I mm. think they did it having seen. Three, I don't think they wanted people, you watch episode one and two, and then, you know, if it had been the next week's standalone episode, I think they would have thought, people would have thought, oh, my God, hold on, what what's going on? And I think people would have been a bit angry about it because it's yeah. so weird. It's, so I think they deliberately made it available immediately. So, like, we'll get it out of the way. It's fine. Three can and we four. Also, <laughs> we move on.
1: <laughs> yeah, horrendous. Okay, if you're going to watch it, there's a horrendous, the sick, oh, yeah, the, the sick moments, scene yeah. is really we even horrible. About that that yeah. was really good. So there's a moment <laughs> where Dougie's in his car and he's being sick, and it's just like this never-ending amount of sick, and and Agent Cooper guys. Sick I've it. got to say, I think oh, I'm out. God, it's <laughs> really, really I'm vile. I'm but yeah, he, I mean, good, good for David Lynch. He's uh, taking us all the, on a ride. Do you think
0: the people on the ground are going to are going to find it? I the think the people, people. I think
1: the people <laughs> on the ground are going to be.
0: No. Steph, if no. anyone hasn't listened before, Steph, Steph's reference to. Well, I guess that's, you're talking about normal viewers, I'm like normal about everyday. The me's of the world <laughs> that would
1: just go, this is stupid.
0: Not TV critics, <laughs> not professional TV not critics. not professional the people on TV the ground.
1: critics. The people on the ground. Yeah, yeah. You know, the people on the ground who the didn't like the crown. <laughs> yeah. Those people.
0: Civilians. Yeah. Um, and I, that's, that's the other thing I wanted to mention in news is we've got so we've got Jack Whitehall coming up in League of Thrones, which we'll be reviewing very shortly. But I went on the set yesterday. Of his new Sky One series called Bounty Hunters, which also stars the great, the legendary Rosie Perez. Oh, yes, uh, of Do the Right Thing. And um, I and I went on set. They filmed it round. Um, they take modern around Bankside. Oh. It was very nice. It was good. because of my
2: were the connections? Yeah. We're, oh my
0: God. Yes, exactly.
2: Freaky. It's
0: like I've all. It's like I've all planned it all. It's like we're all. in the red room. Yeah. Um, so this is going to go out in the autumn. But it, it's really interesting. So he's written the guy who we wrote Bad Education with. His his long life friend from Back to School wrote it with him. Mm. But it's more of a comedy caper drama thriller. Adventure thing, um, all the genres. All the genres. Mm. He's this posh antiques expert who buys an antique that ends up being like dirty money kind of antique. That's called, you know kind of weird, yeah, weird black, origins. M- black
1: market antique. Black market
0: antique. Yeah, mm. there's a phrase for it. I can't remember what it was. She is a bounty hunter from New York, and they and they kind of end up getting together, surrounding this thing.
2: It's all sounding a bit value. Lucky Man so
0: far. Lucky Man. I'm oh, Lucky. Oh no, no Lucky okay. Man. is That ridiculous guy. One thing. No, no. The okay. Lucky Man's like a kind of. Lucky Man's got that magical thing element yeah. of it. This hasn't. This is okay. this is this is adventure action adventure, but rooted in reality. I don't think there's any fantasy element. Thank, thank heavens. Um, but it looks it looks really interesting. It's going to have loads of stunts and action. It's, I feel, for me, it feels like Midnight Run meets mm. something else. Yeah, meets Bad Education. <laughs> Just what <sort of>, <laughs> Wow. Chat um, but Raisa Perez what well, delight. She was a delight. Very exciting. She's, She's obsessed so... with boxing. In America she does boxing commentary quite a lot. Really? She yeah. She's oh, absolutely I bet is so... expert on it. Yeah. She's oh, fascinating I love that. Yeah. to
1: listen
0: to. She's a choreographer. Um she, you know, in the back in the day, she choreographed like Broadway stage yeah. musicals. She was in Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's first film. She's a legend. Is there
1: anything she can't do? She also do?
0: did this is the funny bit. White
1: Men Can't Jump, Rosie White Men Can't yeah. Jump,
0: absolutely. Classic role for her. Total classic. The other fun the funny bit was so I interviewed them together afterwards and um she was she's on The View for a year. You know, you know The View, which yeah. is the, the, oh, the, the yeah. American version of Loose Women. It's like 100 times better than Loose Women. It's a properly brilliant programme.
1: He doesn't mean that, it is, Loose Women. He they, doesn't they, mean the, it. The,
0: the View has, like, Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh,
1: Rosie O'Donnell, one of my And hosts. Rosie Perez.
0: The View's got that woman who writes for The Sun. You know, I mean, the, 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 the distinction is yeah, quite but clear. they
1: haven't got Colleen Nolan. <laughs> What? They haven't got cleaning right. knowledge. She's exactly. one of the Nolan sisters.
0: Exactly. The people on the ground like the Nolan sisters, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I said to... So I was so excited because I, I love The View. <laughs> and I said... And in, in the, before we, I turned on the recorder, she was like, well, so what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? I said, oh, you know, just generally, like, you know, what your characters and what's the film you like, how you met Jack, and, you know, they've become really good friends. And I said, and I might ask you about The View. And she literally, like, froze and looked at me, Ooh. daggers, like... I was, all right, maybe I won't ask about the view. And Jack White just laughed and it went, it's like loose women. And it was like, <laughs> it is like loose women. Was but she, she clearly not, did not want to talk about it. No,
2: but she know. hates it. Or...
1: No, no I don't what know. happens on uh, that show yeah. is the only reason people ever leave that show... <laughs> Is because they have a huge fight, usually about <laughs> politics. Yeah, And true. then, and then they like, and they're, it's always like on the cover of American magazines that they've had a huge fight on the View, and that's why they've had to leave. No one ever just goes, "Oh, do you know oh, what it's an actual down? hot potato?" It is
0: hot potato. There's yeah. quite a big turnover on the View. It's true, yeah. Because yeah. they have it's, it's, quite, it's a political. It's much more political, you know, politically mm. engaged show than mm. <laughs> if you yeah. Could believe it. Um, <laughs> and uh, but she and in the nicest possible way. She wasn't like, "I refused <laughs> to have this interview and talk about the View." She was like, "I'm oh, like, okay, I'm not going to ask you about the View," and I didn't
1: mm. ask about the View. Well, you wouldn't get that from no. While,
0: what I was <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we can see Bounty Hunters, which they're filming now on Sky One in the autumn, and read my obviously uh, interview with them in that. Should we move on? Should we do the uh, the main previews and reviews? Let's get onto the
1: you meat. Know, Kay gets very upset if yeah. you don't get onto the meat Come on, quickly.
0: She does. And talking of Jack Whitehall, um, A League of Their Own US Road Trip Volume Two. Uh, is our first program, which we're going to review. You know, this was so. This was a. Three, was it last year or the year before? Three parter. I think, I think it, was it was last year. Last was year. It, yeah. um, so it takes the league of their own gang, um, and it puts them in a in the position where they're going around America. They pick James up in his studio in a CBS studio in LA, which of course I visited.
2: Of course, you of course. did.
0: And, <laughs> and um, what was it like? Boys? So
2: shameless. It was
0: lavish. It was good. <laughs> It was, good. It, was, it was fascinating. Um, and they all got... And they're given a, a series of tasks that James sets, effectively. Mm-hmm. And you watch them have doing these tasks. And la- the, the first series was... This is seven episodes, I believe. So they've, they've, they've stretched it out much more. And, um, Kay, I know you're a big fan particularly... Oh, I love it. ...of Freddie Flintoff. So mm-hmm. it's James Corden, Freddie Flintoff, Jamie Redknapp and Jack Whitehall, the four of them. It's lads. Now, here's the, my first question. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of Freddie Flintoff, you know, for all kinds of reasons. This is an engaging, lovely chap, and hot, obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hello. Yeah. He's he's. Hello. Fit. But
0: one might imagine these are four blokes doing this stuff together. This is like literally the ultimate laddish TV show, and yet, but I, I watched you watching it with your headphones on. You were cackling all the way through. Oh God, I
2: love it. That's like saying you know, like girls don't watch football. I mean, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Don't be that guy, boys. Don't football. be that guy. I would
0: never say that. I'm saying people might say that. I no, wouldn't.
2: no, only morons would say that. But anyway, I love, I love League of Their Own, and the road trip is even better because then they're like. Having adventures along the way, doing stupid things. So this, for the first episode, the one that we're going to be talking about, they go, they become lifeguards. Of course they do, which yeah. leads to lots of CPR and everyone winding up poor Jack pulling his pants down as they want to do constantly. Um, Slow mo running. Then they also do monster trucking. Um, we have hot dog eating, oh. which was great, yeah. and also beach volleyball.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And it's it's just like a little bird's eye view into the boy banter and it's just so funny I was, I was cackling
0: Steph, now the interesting thing about this show is for me is a grotesque name drop part three of this oh. particular oh my uh, god can
2: you do it in, I mean literally we're going to have to name, name, no, name
1: drop's a jingle aren't we yeah
0: name drop uh, we do, used to have boys name drop for the week on Heat Radio and then we got rid of it as a, as well, as let's
1: bring it back yeah
0: I could bring it back um, I did do an event uh, with Freddie Flintoff and Jack Whitehall last week so a week yes. ago um, it's like a Sky Corporate thing, and I chatted to them about all kinds of stuff generally. But we mentioned this, and and the big thing about it for me in in series one was how homoerotic it was. Uh, These guys. Right. So there was the scene in series one where they have a mud the bath, bath together. Yeah. Then this one, after about five one. minutes. They're frolicking on the beach apropos of nothing, not even part of any task. They're just like pulling each other's no, pants down, as you said. They're
2: like spraying each other with sun great. cream. Then they're spraying each other with in, sun cream, running right. Rolling around in sand and then, then hosing each other it, down. Hosing each
1: other down. <laughs> but one of the things I love about this show is that is their long running joke. So the long running joke about them pulling Jack's pants down mm, was yeah. all the way through series one and it's all the way through series I'm imagining all the way through series two. But the thing that I love the most as Kate probably does as well, is the Freddie Flintoff picture of him as a baby that was always <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole of uh, a yeah. league of their own. And I don't think we're giving any spoilers. There is an amazing bit Incredible. in this where Jack Whitehall, has a sandcastle version of this photo, Do we which think, is Yeah. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, so
0: there is a, a kind of, yeah, there's a big reveal that Jack Whitehall creates the, while well, they the three of them are lounging around the big Yeah, he's <laughs> created this this sand sculpture. He did of not make Freddie. it. Up. Well, that's the question. I mean, they completely try and pretend that he has made it. He I might think, have done. I think he is He's an artistic could. guy. I he's think a great he could. drawer. They Do know what? They are.
2: They are so <laughs> convincing that yeah. for a few seconds I was like. Oh. God, he's actually done that. And I was like, no, mm. no, he can't mm. have done it. <laughs> she text him, boy. Text
1: him. The, uh, yeah. the other thing I really love, about it, I think this is such testament to James Corden's ability. James Corden is universally funny to everyone. And he's a bit. he's no, taken well, Some people
0: don't like him. I don't. Him. Know,
1: I think everybody. <laughs> who doesn't like James also, Corden? Also, other guys are know, funny you know, as well.
0: British, British, you know, British there's snarky there's, types don't like him. You know, I, I, honestly, I know a lot of people they who. They
1: do. don't like to like him. That's what they're saying. It's not that they don't like well, him. Oh,
0: okay. I
1: don't believe that. I think are like, oh, penetrating the psychology. I don't. Believe of that. the people on the ground. <laughs> I love the fact that he's transferred that very British humor over to America yeah. because all the Americans I know love him mm. and he obviously shows incredibly successful mm. but this very British laddish humor as Kay quite rightly said is hilarious to everybody and and winning and also let's just say easy on the eye Jamie Redknapp and Freddie Flintoff that helps a lot does not it? Or Jack? And Jamie Are
0: you saying the, pale are I, you saying pale <laughs> oh, slightly
1: Jamie Redknapp Skinny playing Jack. volleyball with like echoes of the whole Top Gun. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big my Top God, Gun scene. Yeah, yeah, it yeah.
0: Is... And kudos to um, I, th- I do think just to go back to the homoerotic for one minute. I yeah. think that's the key element in making it not laddie. Do you know what I mean? Because. Yeah. It's and that when you talk to Freddie, like particularly Freddie finds it absolutely astonishing that he's ended up in fact I think he even <laughs> says it at one point, doesn't he, in the show? Yeah. Something like you know, what when I first him? started doing this thing, I thought it was a sports it's a sports panel game. That was the you know, oh of course I'd do that. Yeah. Now he's ended up being hosed down naked. It's
2: James he talks, um, James oh, James talks about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But Freddie Fulton finds it particularly astonishing how he's embroiled in this like man man on man action. They proper, the show. They're proper and
2: metrosexuals. And he, they are, yeah, but and
0: he finds that he finds it incredible because he's so down to earth you know Yorkshireman, and etc et i think and the yeah.
2: brilliant thing about this is that you can it's like a legitimate friendship they've got
0: yeah and yes. i love how they can just take that. the piss
2: out of Freddie yeah. and just be like you know he's doing this because he hopes to get a series it's like so yeah. merciless also yeah, it's his,
0: his deep fat deep fat fry because he did all yeah, whole series the of the making of the chips truck. You're going exactly yeah
1: <laughs> but the other thing that i really like about it is the fact that actually let's not forget Freddie flintoff and jamie redknapp are proper proper, professional sports pro- tired professional sports people and when they actually lose they get
2: annoyed you oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that is, is really yeah. funny yeah. that's why he that doesn't funny, lose yeah. Yeah. and he, duck- he can't lose this series because he lost last, last yeah. year but yeah, we stupid, have to say it? it's not all fun and games There, I mean we're not going to reveal what it is but there is a serious injury that takes place in this first episode blood is spilt yeah. yeah and so you know it's got everything the bit of drama building,
0: up, building that up I, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. A big, it's a it big is, incident it is a big, a big, big, big dramatic incident bloody yeah.
2: incident
0: yeah no true I think it, it is it, it, that is the key though you're right it's the friendship it's the fr- you can't fake that the friendship between no. them is real and I think particularly like, there's little bonds you see between um, Jamie and um, James Jack. sorry yeah. and Jack and Freddie you yeah. know there's like there's like yeah, little yeah. little. I mean it's they all get romance. on together but at
1: the beginning of it James says he was like oh actually I was a bit concerned I hadn't seen them for a while I was just wondering but yeah, yeah. if it's all going to still be there and immediately they're singing Dancing on the Ceiling
2: in their car and you can tell that exactly what you said it's completely genuine it's a testament to how much they get on considering James is so busy recording his The Late Late Show that he can fit it in so oh, he obviously loves it so much it's and they a great almost, move from yeah. him to, isn't it to go actually I want to and he, and at the beginning he gets them on his
1: show doesn't he mm, and, and yep, says
0: yep yeah, these are
1: my friends, and we do
0: a show. Absolutely, we should also say, of course, that. Uh, so this is on on Sky One. It starts on Monday, the fifth of June, nine o'clock. A uh, League of Their Own US Road Trip Two Point is the full official title. And then later that week, so that's on Monday, on the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of that week is when James does his British specials of his American chat show it's in, a James in Fest. Here in London. It is a James Fest. God. And I think they're also showing the Carpool Karaoke Special with um, Katy Perry. Now, have you seen that Katy Perry clip, Like extraordinary Katy Perry, yeah, which talks about her feud
1: with Taylor, with Taylor no, Swift? Yeah. I have you seen it okay. yeah. Do you know what she says? <gasps> I, was she, oh. I was too busy pouring over the Harry Styles one. It's time for her to end it.
0: Isn't it incredible? Because, now, just to quickly talk about this, A, it's online now, isn't it, that bit yeah. of this? So this is part of the Carpool Karaoke Special is Katy Perry. And she... He, Brilliant kudos to him. James Corden absolutely asks her about the whole topic of this feud. She goes into it in incredible detail. Like, she completely says, balls. Yeah, this feud did happen. This is why it happened. It's all to do with dancers, their dancers and contracts she stole and this and the, like, the dancers, other. And yeah. the funny thing is, I feel like, because I never believe any of these stories, you know. <laughs> Obviously, they're in E Magazine every week. What, what, but in any, you know, what? the whole world of showbiz gossip is like, you know, sometimes you just think, Oh, yeah, how do we know these, anything these is true? This whole story turns out to be, she confirms it, 100% true. I
1: can't believe you're so. Astounded. Why did you not I'm think amazed. it was true? Yeah, I just you just assume you're, right. you. Well, you, you, there's
0: a kernel of truth always, but you but think, you, oh, you they're know, never it's exaggerated. Gonna confirm, they're never going to They're never going to confirm it. That's yeah. what that's what's
1: astounded. Right, you it's hardly confirmed ever confirmed, it? confirmed, is it? Yeah. She
0: literally confirms. Yes, she does. Did stop talking to Taylor Swift. It's incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. <gasps> I'm going to watch oh that. Yeah, you got to watch that. So that, that's a little all beyond the Sky One week of Corden, effectively. Uh, League of Their Own US Road Trip Two. How many stars are you giving it, Steph Sealan
2: Five.
0: K. Rivero. Five. Yeah.
2: I mean, there can there can be yeah. no other be five. Also, Score. I could. I'm just going
1: to say, mm. you, this is one of those shows that you can everybody in the household can watch together. I think as well, which which gives it even more of a maybe five. not kids. Do you not think? I think it's fun, and the the other stuff will go over their head if it's a bit rude.
0: It is post watershed, we should say. I think I think uh, there was rudeness. There was occasion, is yeah. You're so um, you're so down with the kids. You probably don't even know the, ru- She's the rudeness. She's blind to it. Now. Do i do blind anything to it? for an yeah. hour of
1: Jamie Redknapp. Well, we for you,
0: steady. I'm sure, Liam B George is going to think of that. Oh God, your husband. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Paula, which is not which is the title of a programme. So this started last week, last Thursday on BBC Two. It's a three-part psychological thriller. Um, it stars Denise Gough, who is, as I say, she's a hugely acclaimed stage actress. She's been she won loads of awards for a play she did last year or two years ago. She's now currently on at the National Theatre playing Russell Tovey's wife in Angels in America. She's a legend. She kind of specializes a little bit in playing very kind of intense, I think, characters. And this is she's an intense. She's a school teacher, isn't she? In so this, I'm explaining the plot. Like, what I might throw which one. Who should I throw to to explain? Who wants to explain the plot? Oh, I don't mind. No. Who?
2: Okay, Casey, case she doesn't Kay. mind, which means she'll I'll do, do it. it. I'll do it. Okay, so she plays Paula, a chemistry teacher, who um, is currently having an affair, well, was having an affair with her fellow teacher, PE teacher, and she ends it, and he's very persistent. I mean, he's freaking persistent. He's constantly trying to meet up with her. Um, he wants to sleep with her when his wife's away, and she says no. Now, to the backdrop of this is, she has rats in her down below area. Okay, the basement. The oh. cellar, yeah, yeah, the best basement, in yeah. Time. In the basement. She's got rats. She's got a problem. She needs someone to sort it out. Lo and behold, there's a fit rat catcher called... um <laughs> what's his name? Tom James. Hughes. James. James.
0: James. Played by Tom Hughes out of Victoria.
2: Yeah, Albert. Prince Albert's taken a turn, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's now a rat catcher. He helps her get rid of the rat by, I've got to say viciously like spading it to death. Yeah, um, And it turns out he is... Psychologically flawed, shall we say?
0: I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's dodgy, isn't he? He's Turns out like it's not customer. just rats he kills. Yeah, and I feel that she she's surrounded by rats in her life, isn't she? I feel yeah. this is all metaphorical. She's got literal mm. rats in her basement. She's
2: got love rats, and
0: she's got two rat, two love rats in her life that mm. goes she's having an affair with and this other guy. Now his his, his, his personal situation.
1: He's living in a throuple. Right. Like what's is, going on there? I was
0: confused by that. So okay. did you understand what's going right. on there? So yeah,
1: uh, he's he's got he's living in polyamorously this, Yeah. Right. He's in a throuple. So he's got. Right. Two girlfriends, and he's got children with both these girlfriends, right. and they live in they're in separate rooms, and he has goes into one room for one evening, and another room for the next it's evening. It's quite a situation, but isn't it? It, it is it its quite a situation. And then,
0: then he has an affair with with or one night stand uh, with Paula, as if
1: he couldn't take on any more. <laughs> he's like, oh alright and he seems to want to get to go further, doesn't he?
0: He certainly does. I know. Yeah,
1: but. Also, we should say that he's got this horrendous, these horrendous. Oh, are they flashbacks? Are well, they, yeah, who knows what's going on? We, yeah. That bit
2: where there is the girl in, in his, his van, van with a sewn-up mouth.
0: What, a whole new world of white van man. Yeah, it's like yeah. he has these visions of this girl, like some, she's like trying banging on a, a thing to get out of the van, or you don't know what it is, but it seems to be it's
2: unsavory. It's is unsavory what it
0: flashbacks is. to something. Yeah, so he's like so, clearly psychologically. I mean, we won't, so we won't spoil alert. We won't give up in case it's on iPlayer, isn't it? It went out on Thursday, but in case people haven't. Seen the whole of episode one, a thing happens, an event happens towards the end of episode one that that is is a key moment, a key incident, that's then going to have repercussions for the rest of the series. It's a dark moment. It's a very dark moment. But it's interesting. I thought it was interesting because it is... Well, we used to kind of psychological thrillers. We had that one recently, didn't we? Where the, the Apple take, tree yard? No, with oh. Abitur Yard. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, that was one. The that, replacement. The replacement. Yeah, I was thinking of that one. And but this feels different. This feel, I think there's a reason it's on BBC Two. It feels even murkier and weirder mm. and darker than those two, which were kind of like those set. That, those I think you knew what was going on right from the start. You knew the premise. This yeah. one. Uh- you I don't, don't know quite know. Go. Where is it going?
2: Mm. Yeah. It's grubby, it's gritty. Yes, rats. And you know what? It brings up like moral questions. Like, is mm. it right to fancy him as much as I do when uh, he's like a murderer? Well, but we've had this before. I know, We're we, with, fictional murderers. Fi- yeah. the they need to stop is, this like, trend. It's yeah. like, it's too agonizing
1: for the viewer. It is a bit. I, well, like, it is a bit like the fall, isn't it? As well, it has got. Yeah, little exactly. It's reminiscent of that kind of feel. If only rent a kill looked like that. That's
0: what yeah. I mean. <laughs> it is a bit porny, isn't it? It's like a porn premise, isn't it? Like, the, the, the handyman comes around. <laughs> yeah, the handyman comes oh, round to your could, flat, I and I you end up, having, a, you end up tail, having sex with him a after ten as seconds.
2: Old as time. A the as milkman old. is your father. It's right, that, isn't it?
0: It's a handyman. He's a handyman. I mean, he's quite. I hope he
2: washed his hands because he laid down poison and he was up in her bedroom, pretty smartish. So anyway. Yeah, and it's quite intense. The sex scenes are quite.
1: Intense, the one, and she. Then she's like, "I never do this," and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm yeah. not." Pull married. the other one, love. Yeah,
0: I worry I worried a little bit at the beginning. Well, even halfway through, actually, whether it was being a bit judgmental about her because, just yeah. to, just to remind listeners, she, or if you haven't seen it, she so she's the first thing we know about is she's having an affair with a married PE teacher. She's not married. And that's so. That's one dodgy thing which she's doing. Immoral thing she's doing, effectively. Inverted commerce. In and then she has this one night stand. Immediately, she immediately has sex with the handyman after tense of him looking at her. Giving her lusty looks after it, she like, dives into bed with him. But it is yeah.
2: Tom Hughes. To oh said, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not judging her. But I wonder whether I felt slightly I that the shows judging her and saying, look, this is what's going to happen to no, you if you have think, this kind of thing. I think now. it's
2: throwing up that question because the headmaster actually does judge her. Yeah. And like, and she rightfully calls him out on it. And she's like, well, are you going to be having this conversation with a PE teacher? Yes. Good and point. I think actually, That's a key line, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah absolute key line. Yeah. Totally. What do you think Steph? What, what do you think of her? What do you think of her character? What do you think of
1: I think she's great. I actually listened to an interview with her Um Denise where Gough. Uh, yeah, where she was saying, you know, actually because she's a stage actress and she she's taken a long time to get to a point where she's on a sh- on a show like this but, mm. and she's she's really happy about it, but she hasn't there was no um because I don't think she's been in loads of stuff on no, TV. No, not certainly not
0: as a leading lady no, on TV, yeah. And no, she was right, saying yeah.
1: that actually she's just done a, she's it's been a bit of a slow burner and she was really happy and she really liked herself, the dynamic in it that it was it was her that kind of initiated the sex scene with uh, the man and yeah. it wasn't just it wasn't him go like
2: yes. I mean he was sort she's of her control. Last year, but
1: she exactly Kate. She's she's in control of that situation. She could easily and as you see later on, she's in control of it happening and she's in control of whether it continues and she's very firm about that and yeah. she makes no bones about it, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, you're
0: right, you're absolutely right. She's yeah. like, I don't want to hurt That's your feelings, point, yeah. James,
1: but Mm, it's not happening again.
0: And it is interesting to me that it is her for, for a big thing, a first big leading lady thing because she's a brilliant actress, and it shows you the importance of awards and things because she won all these awards for being for, for, for being in a play at the National Theatre, yeah, and she's having incredible reviews as well for Angels in America now. She's predominantly known as a stage actress but it's important because once you get awards for those things and you get noticed everyone's raving you about your reviews you get recognition yeah. and then you get cast in these things but yeah.
1: she was saying actually in this interview that i was listening to that she feels that if she'd had that kind of overnight success that she wouldn't have been able to handle it it oh, would
0: have been wow, terrible she's
2: actually glad really? it's happened this way
0: oh interesting i just i just go
2: hope on. this doesn't go the same way as the replacement where we loved it and then oh, you know, that the last was a bit... episode the last 30 minutes
0: yeah, I didn't mind the ending of the replacement. I, I can see why people hated are, the end of the replacement. <laughs> it. it was
2: absolute dog shit. Oh, dog yeah. oh, oh. <gasps> shit!
0: Oh, easy. We'd have to put. We're going to have to put a warning. We have to put a language warning on yeah, this. I'll take it back. No, advisory. no, you said it now. You've used the S word. Well,
2: I'm just no, saying, saying what the back. ground people were saying. Yeah, people on the oh, ground. People, oh, people on, on the, the ground. ground.
0: Mm-hmm. What do the people on the podcast think? How many stars are you giving Paula? Uh, which continues, by the way, on BBC Two on Thursdays. Episode one on iPlayer, carrying on for two more episodes. Three parts. What do you reckon, Steph, so far?
1: I'm going to give it a four. It's very promising. Mm. The, the second episode is going to be key.
0: Yes, I have to say that someone who has seen the second episode, I haven't watched it yet, said it goes a bit weird and peculiar in oh. the second oh, episode.
2: don't say that. That's no. what they said about the replacement when I, I hadn't know. seen the last episode.
0: Okay. Kay, how many stars so far?
2: I'm, I'm going to say five.
0: Five? <gasps> yeah. You've, wow. Yeah. I really liked Steph's it. face Steph's got a stunned face.
1: Yeah, I really like it. very generous today.
0: Uh, I'm going to give it four. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's uh, very promising indeed. And, I, and I'm definitely going to carry on watching it, which is the main thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah.
0: In these situations. That's what they want. Moving on, Wonder Woman. That is what they want. You're um, right. What?
1: We can't talk about this, can we? Because but you we didn't can. take us.
0: Well, I couldn't get a plus. So I went to a kind of early special secret squirrel screening of Wonder Woman, which they do sometimes, whether you're oh, not allowed... literally, anyone famous there? Oh, no, actually, I think maybe, maybe, who else there? I'm trying to think. Maybe Grimmy was there. I think Grimmy was there. (gasps) Yeah, Grimmy was there.
1: Um,
0: So they have these quite early screenings, yeah, just to kind of test the water, and people are going to interview, end up interviewing these people, you know, like Grimmy. I'm sure will be interviewing Gal Gadot and who knows what. Chris Pine. Chris Pine.
1: Um, is that how you say it? Gal? I often well,
0: say Gal Gadot. Well, actually, it's an interesting question. Gal Gadot,
2: I think, isn't it? It is might be Lip-T? Gadot.
0: It's, no, I Gal was Gal thinking Gadot. about this. Yeah, I should have double, triple checked. I, know that, I think Mark Kermode's called her Gal Gadot before. Yeah. But he, can, he does have sometimes of issues with his pronunciation. Where's she from? She is, I think she might be Israeli, I think.
2: I oh, mean, perhaps. that doesn't help me. I thought it'd help me. No, I know. Yeah, that doesn't help, does I was really like,
0: help, what's it? she
1: going to pull out of the bag yeah. here? Where's she from? Oh, it's definitely Gadot. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. anyway, Gal, Gal, GG is the star of Wonder Woman, which is out um, on the first of June, uh, and it's she's she. So this is the first. Believe it or not, can you believe it? This is the first ever big screen version of the comic book Wonder Woman. I
1: cannot can believe that. It is true. But we saw we had a glimpse of her already, haven't we? In Batman v Superman,
0: we have. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yes, good point. So in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, BVS Dodge, as it was known, <laughs> um, which was by and large not very good in my opinion. In fact. Batman v Superman, DOG, and then there was um, Suicide Squad. Both, I felt, not very good. Am I, do you that think I'm fair? Fa- That's fair? I'm looking at you, Steph. The You're looking at me like I might be I might be being unfair.
1: No, I absolutely hated Batman v Superman. Oh, okay, fine. I thought it was horrendous right. in every right. way.
0: And Suicide Squad, Did you see that?
1: Also hated it. Yeah, so, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah I hated both I of those. I thought they were both terrible, yeah. Kind and of I'm both a-
0: like... Yeah. I'm a big
1: lover of of these kinds of franchises, right. and I absolutely right. hated the Marvel franchises. I hated it. Another-
0: no, they're not Marvel. This no, are, what we're no, about. no, this, no, this is DC. Out. This is yeah. DC Comics. No, no, don't need to cut it out. It's an interesting point because you've got your Marvel Cinematic Universe where they're, they're by and large incredibly successful. You know, all of them. Like, so Doctor Strange is great. The Iron Man films are pretty good. Oh. The Avengers films are pretty good. No, right, you're, I've
1: realised I'm a Marvel girl then, aren't yeah, I? This is, this girl. Is I? Yeah, you're a Marvel girl. This is what's Absolutely, yeah. Oh, so they're Batman, ru- DC yeah. rubbish.
0: Batman of Steel, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad and this are in the DC Universe oh. and these are DC films. So you would think think oh this is another one of those not very good ones in my opinion because I'm a big fan of the Marvel ones and I haven't liked many of these this new batch Man of Steel was all right but not brilliant but certainly those two were terrible but as you say we did first see Wonder Woman this incarnation of Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot in <laughs> Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice and what I happened was Bruce Wayne aka Batman in in his in his billionaire guys gives finds this photo of Wonder Woman with Chris Pine's character from World War 1 taken at some point during World War 1 is this group photo you see Wonder Woman Diana in her in you know guys with these guys and this film starts Wonder Woman itself starts with her Looking at this photo that Bruce Wayne sent at, and it's like you can see and flashes back in time to explain how we got to the point where she's in the middle of World War I with um. Chris Pine's espionage fighter pilot and these other dudes kind of fighting in the middle of the war. So that's the kind of premise of the film. You then flash back right to when she was a child in this kind of with all these Amazonian women being trained by, um, like the, the, by her aunt, who's a, who's a fantastic um, Amazonian princess figure, and her mum doesn't want her to be trained so much in, in the ways of war because she wants to kind of protect her and all that. So there's that, and they're in this like weird like island setting that's like a kind of like beautiful paradise island, and it's almost in another dimension, I think, basically. And then in Crashlands, Chris Pine in his World War One plane into this other dimension from our normal realm of the real world of World War One. He's an espionage pilot. and she literally they kind of accidentally bump into each other. She's like, oh, there's this handsome Chris Pine. Oh, the and then they end up having this kind of buddy slash romantic relationship, and you don't know whether it's going to end up being romantic or not. No spoilers. And then he, she, I mean,
2: I think we can guess
0: she's as a grown up by the way this bunch is grown up and she wants she's very much wants to fight um, eat the evil of war that's one of the big things in their philosophy is they're people of peace but they're trained to fight but they're kind of they're, they're against the god of war and she wants and she thinks she hears about this World War I situation he tells her about and she wants to go and fight in World War I and she ends up go, going with him and doing that very thing
1: but has she got special powers?
0: yes so she's got this like so her powers are she's trained she's got this lasso thing this kind of like magical lasso oh, thing I think you saw in Batman she's still got the lasso oh. she has got her sword and she's got a shield and they're all kind of fairly magical powery mm. and she can also kind of leap so high she's all practically flying which i think we saw a bit of in batman v superman dawn adjust as well Do you remember she kind of leapt in to save them um. and she kind of oh she's practically a flyer well, and she's very strong and can fight blokes and, and beat them up
1: my favorite things about uh, superhero films is when they get the outfit so where does she, when does point. she get the outfit the final outfit
0: the outfit well Quite early on in the realm where she lives, with the other Amazonian women, mm. um, they're all kind of wearing outfits a bit like that anyway. And then, so she arrives with a pretty much with that outfit as a grown-up. She gets, uh, and then she when she goes into the realm of, of, of London in the war mm. um, she has to get some proper clothes rather to cover up her weird outfit so it's like the weird outfit is part of her origin really oh. pretty much yeah it's quite interesting and Lucy Davis and you know Lucy Davis from The Office mm, yeah Born from The Office Born. is in it in a quite a funny role because she's, she's fun in it she plays Chris Pine who's he's based in London so he's a spy for the Allies in World War I and she's his assistant, like kind of secretary assistant figure. Oh. But she's like a feminist, a proto feminist. So she's really excited by the arrival of this powerful woman who is w- wearing this spectacular outfit and she uh, wants to fight men. And she's like really excited about it. It's quite, quite interesting. Is
1: there a bit where she goes, I am Wonder
0: Woman?
1: Um, I think there you is. Like You're testing me now.
0: You're testing me now. I'm pretty sure there is a bit where she's like, yeah, I. I. Well, maybe someone says it to her. Maybe someone says, you are Wonder Woman, you something Wonder like Wonder that. One of the I love two. those bits where they go, yeah. like,
1: we're like... Just call me Black Panther. And those and all
0: those kind of things. I am Batman. Should also, I should also say they're, they're good villains. There are these German villains, which are really nasty. There's this general who um, wants to, he's got a scientist, this female scientist, to create these chemical weapons, and they want to kill everyone and end the war by just. Dropping chemical weapons on everyone, so they're really horrible and they're quite effective. And David Thewlis is in it, playing oh. this kind of British politician guy who wants to end. who's like the boss of the spies and wants to end the war quickly. And he's in conflict with people. And there's a whole little gang of like that. that picture that started it all that's seen in Batman movie, <gasps> Superman. You and Bremner's in. It's like this gang, like Chris little gang of helpers um, that kind of arrive to help him fight in the war. You and Bremner's in. And he's really funny in it as well from transporting.
1: Oh, so it
0: is funny. It's funny. So all in all. Uh, now that I've spent about an hour explaining the torturous nature of <laughs> what goes on in this it film now. it's fun it is really good fun it's, it's an old fashioned adventure romp and is Steph. she
1: a good what do you give her really? is she, she
0: is good, great is she oh. I was, what, if, have you seen the trailer like the main trailer they, they yeah issued. I didn't think much I didn't, of the trailer you know, the trailer's sorry. terrible I have to say the trailer is terrible because she looks quite humourless Quite straight and quite bland in the trailer, but actually in the film, she's funny. She's engaging. She doesn't. She kind of doesn't. To use your your word, she doesn't give a shit. She's like you know. She she naturally finds Chris Pine's character attractive as you would because he's a hot hunk, and she doesn't even make any bones about it. It's quite refreshing her character because she's so innocent and innocent in the ways of humanity. If you like, she's got her own way of doing things, and it's very. And she doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks about her. So that's all. That all works really well. I thought she was brilliant, and she is the kick action yeah. woman as well. She does all of that stuff. But she's, she's really good. They're really good together. He's really likeable and together as a kind of buddy slash couple thing. They're, they're really, really good. How many stars are you giving it? That's the wrap-up. That's the K wrap-up. Wrap up. So this week it's is you've talked enough about the plot. It's not you've given us the gist in. of what you thought of the film. Because oh, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking it sounds like a four,
2: but you it might four. be generous. It's has it four. already been
1: commissioned for a, a sequel?
0: I do believe it has been commissioned for a oh, sequel. Well, Good I use I of commission. Yeah, I think, I think they've greenlit the sequel already. And of course they have no idea how much money it's going to make. I guess <coughs> they track it, don't they? They know it. I mean it opens here. I think I think globally opens on the day after it comes out here on 2nd of June. So I think they probably know it's going to do well enough to warrant a sequel, and I think it will be—I guarantee you now—the best reviewed of these of these DC films. So, so it's okay. it's literally five times better than Suicide Squad, four times better than Batman vs Superman. Who Dawn of Justice. this one. It is good question. It's directed by Patty Jenkins, and mm. very importantly, she is, as you can guess from her name, a female. Oh, and I think it go. is important because I think she's—I don't want to, you know—I think she's brought because the guys who do those other films, I felt there was a kind of there was a clunkily macho flavour to them yeah. to me anyway and this feels more it just feels more like a proper film I have to say I think she's done a really good job thanks Patty so yes I would give it four stars and we can now and you'll go and see it in the cinema and, and maybe let's next week let's make a date yeah. let's
1: go oh we can go together yeah. as two Wonder Women going to see Wonder Woman boom
0: totally Finally, in the uh, reviews, is it finally? Yes, it is a review. Finally, in the reviews yeah. and um, and preview slot, Orange is the New Black is back, which according I think Netflix has officially confirmed. I think they've said this is their most popular show. Basically, so the big two shows that they became famous for now. There's all kinds of things. There's Stranger Things and the OA and this that and the other. But they both have five Riverdale. We've both had five series. We've had five series now of House of Cards, which we reviewed last week. And this is their other big returning show. This is the fifth season of Orange Is the New Black, and I'm looking. Neither of you have seen this before. So, my actually my first question, the Virgin viewer slot, is I'm fascinated by is why? Because it's a famous show. It's a very female-oriented show. It's set in a women's prison. Mm. Why have neither of you bothered to watch this show before?
1: I, a part of my, I know this is going to sound really strange, really strange, but I love that 70s show and I really love Laura Pripon. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying her. And I, when she, I found out she was in this new show that was coming out, I was like, oh no, no. In my mind, she's always in that 70s show. I don't think I want to watch this. I don't think I want to bother. Isn't that a st- stupid reason why? Yes. I know. It's quite
0: stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, but my so mate, you liked her in this thing I, and you decided well, not to watch her in this thing.
1: But my Because mate, you liked her. I just sometimes I like to rest a character. <laughs> uh,
0: no, it's not go Rest a, a human being. Sometimes I like to like rest an actress. an
1: actress. i just say you're there and that is what you do.
0: So if you like them in a thing so much, they can't ever do another thing for you.
1: I'm not saying it's a it's a perfect way of thinking, but it is my way wow, of thinking. Poor Prepon. There, there is another reason. It's because actually I watch a lot of real life crime stuff. So I was okay. like, I don't, and I really liked Oz as well. So I watched, I think I mean, there's a yeah, lot Oz was of good great. prison stuff. That was a good I prison watched, stuff, HBO's Oz.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was a classic show, yeah.
1: And the other thing that I watch <laughs> is that um, Locked Up Women Behind Bars, which is also on Netflix, which is real life women behind bars. So basically bars. she's watching everything but this. <laughs> so, so because, well, I there, there sh- wasn't room in my life for <laughs> no, a dramatisation of women when I watch the real women. There's
0: actually a show called Locked Up Women Behind Bars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix, so it's brilliant.
0: Isn't that kind of, you know, it's Oximo- locked up. But, yeah, yeah Behind, if they're behind bars, they're going to be locked up, aren't so they? It, it, right. It's
1: locked up, and then, oh, and then women behind bars. Women
0: behind bars. Okay, okay. Why the hell haven't you bothered with? Orange oh, and I New just Black? wasn't
2: in the market for a drama about uh, about prisons. Although now watching it for the first time, five series in, I realised it's actually really funny.
0: Yeah, so the, well, so I this thought this was thing just about a
2: serious drama that was going to weigh me down. Right.
0: Oh god, that's interesting. So you didn't, it didn't ever. It wasn't marketed. I didn't even give it a
2: try, but. But
0: you weren't even aware, really, that it was comedic, which it is. It, it no, always, not at has all. been pretty strongly comedic. I mean, I have to say, I, w- I think. Go on.
2: Sorry to interrupt. I no, had interrupt actually watched quiet. the first episode. Oh, like right. A back in, five years of, yeah. ago, right. And it just seemed quite heavy, and I was like, you know, because it was the setup, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, not for me.
0: I would say that this episode, this series, I think probably the last series was quite. Pretty comedic was possibly the most comedic so far, and this one feels even more f- comedic. It's from the woman, who, the woman who created created Weeds. Did you ever see Weeds? Which oh, was oh, they showed on yeah yeah, which oh. was again like had, was funny but had a lot of you know was f- comedy drama effectively, but had a lot of funny stuff going on in it. Yeah, she did that. Um, That's
1: Ma- Mary Louise Parker. Mary though. Louise Parker, correct?
0: Yeah. Um, and so this we should say in case people have never watched it before. The start five years ago, the fifth, the first season of it, it was based on a book a, a, which was a true life story of this kind of white-collar female Piper Chapman, played by Taylor Schilling. She was a woman in her 30s living in New York and she was sentenced to 15 months in Litchfield Penitentiary, which was a minimum security women's federal prison. And the interesting thing about it is it it, it then became taken over as a privately run prison for profit, which is one of the key themes. If you're wondering what those two guys were, so there's the the guy in charge of the prison and his assistant, that really glib guy in the suit Mm. in episode one of this fifth season. They're, they he privately runs it for profit, so that's why oh. he's like a, this dodgy, slick customer. Yeah, it's a brilliant character. He, who these two right. guys were? They do, yeah.
2: weren't doing anything. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's become a privately run pr- pr- prison for profit, and they tri- they do treat the uh, inmates pretty badly and particularly the so the, the, what happened at the end of the previous series was I, I think it's fair to say that Taylor Schilling's character and the, that of her girlfriend played by your favourite Laura Prepper that
1: seventy
0: show have been, so it started it was kind of about them really because it was based on a book written by that woman yeah. now it's kind of about the whole melange ensemble. the ensemble of all these women and it's also a lot a lot about the different as, as all these prison dramas often end up being which is apparently based on fact that these divisions happen particularly in America where the race there's a racial division Divide. There's, there's these kind of white nationalist women, there's these skinhead Nazi women, there's the Mexican women, Latino women, there's the black women, and there's the kind of like the white middle class. There's all these divides, which um, is a big theme of the thing, of the racist way that they're treated. Mix. It's a pick and mix. and and the, And I think the show, particularly in the last series, had a lot of stuff about that. The, the racial divide and the thing and the way that the women get treated badly. And this series opens with, how, where we right where we left off at the end of season four, where this one guard was held at gunpoint by one of the prisoners um, because he had particularly been nasty to them without going into great oh, yeah. detail. Was yeah, was he nasty? Because yeah. I a was like, he seemed figure.
1: fine.
0: Oh, no, he's horrible. He'd totally been horrible, abusive to them, yeah. Right. He was terrible. So it all starts, so it all kicks off, literally... With this big kind of riot, she's got this gun. He brought the gun in, by the way. She grabbed, it. she got it from him. She's holding it at gunpoint. She let's spoiler alert in the first scene. She shoots him, <laughs> not dead, but he's got, there's a lot of blood going on. Mm-hmm. There's an incredible bit well, where the other oh, woman slips I can't. over, oh, slips God. over in the blood, it's yeah. incredible. But Kay, so coming into it pretty fresh uh, in the Virgin Blue slot, what did you think of this crazy world of Orange is the New Black?
2: I thought it was brilliant. I thought because I thought it was so funny. Like obviously a dramatic thing happened, as you say, he was shot, and then after that. And not in a bad way. It just seemed full a lot of slapstick. Um, it was like, like you had two like a white supremacist and um, uh, like a Nazi <sighs> supporter. Yeah. yeah, like having discussions while it's all going on. A guard was buying some like sweets and stuff. It was just like all these little subgroups. It was more like an ensemble comedy rather than the, the this heavy drama that I thought. There's it was like a be. prison sitcom. Yeah, it was. It was genuinely like
1: porridge. <laughs>
0: porridge with women.
2: It was genuinely the, really funny. Yeah,
0: who's their female equivalent of like, uh, of, um. Maybe
1: Dasher, maybe, isn't it? That woman, the yeah, woman who's yeah.
0: got the gun. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah.
2: It looked a lot of fun in there. Of Ronnie Barker. I thought, yeah. you know what? I wouldn't mind being in Litchfield Penitentiary. But, but it looks like a wheeze. Can we just mention there is
1: one, and I don't know whether this kind of thing happens all the time in this show. There's one scene where a woman reaches down into her trousers. Yes. And she gets some of her. I mean, I'm just going to say it. you got to say it. you got to say period. it. Period. Yes. And she wipes it on yes. her face in order to gain access yes. to another room while the riot is going on. girls got to do what a girls got to do. I was like, oh, no. well, and then she just goes, oh, no, 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 this is period blood, heavy flow.
0: Yeah. And it does what it works though, doesn't it? it she does gets into work. that. Yeah. I
1: have to agree with Kate. I was really surprised that it was funny because I had no knowledge of it being hilarious and it is very very funny.
0: It is really funny yeah. and I think for, for me I, I have to say I slightly um lost interest or not myself in, in in it kind of as it was as the series has worn on. Like I felt it was getting a little bit Sometimes a little bit preposterous, like a lot of extreme things have happened. Like that scene you're talking about with the the period blood, a lot of really... I mean, that's nothing compared to some of the stuff that's happened in the show over the years, which is one of the the strong points of it is it's quite shocking and brutal and, you know, the, 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 the comedy is very, very black and dark, which I like. But I did get slightly... It felt slightly repetitive, I think, it got for me after a while in the last season. But this season feels so fresh because what they've done is... They've taken that thing that happened at the end of the last series, where this hostage situation is happening, and the whole prison is breaking out into this mass riot, and it's used it as like a microcosm of society. Without wanting to be too wanky mm. about it, <laughs> uh, um, this
1: podcast is littered with filthy it is, language. But
0: however, however other ways there to say that. No, there isn't. Um, and it's, so this first episode was brilliant. The way it kind of you all it cut, cut between all these different sections mm. of the prison. From so you saw conversations with the, these two doofus guards who kind of think they're fine, everything's gonna be fine, even though they're in this massive right, they don't seem to realise what's going on. It cuts between the kind of governor's office where he's dealing with his with the one group who goes in and wants to put out a message on YouTube. There's a very funny conversation about, should we put it on Twitter, isn't there, on YouTube, about this woman who was killed in the end of the last season. There's the women in the in the stockroom oh, who in are the tuck Leah shop. Delaria, oh, that, that, tuck shop's that comedian great. tuck shop scenes are hilarious. There's all these different settings, and and, and in fact, then of course, our, our, our Normally, main characters, Piper and Alex, Taylor Schilling and Laura Prepon, are a little part of it, and they're kind of like wondering, yeah. should we just kind of like not get involved? Should we just
1: hide? They hide,
0: yeah. And you think, yeah, why don't you just hide? But yeah,
1: I finally understand what everyone's going on about with Laverne Cox, by the way. Because oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, oh, I she she, she's... Brilliant, Brilliant.
0: yeah. So she has she's has to deal medically with the guy. She's like, shall I deal with this horrendous figure who's come in with Mm -hmm. having been shot? And there's lots of funny stuff about yeah about her in it, and she is fantastic, yeah, absolutely. And in in those little moments, you see how good she. is But everyone's brilliant, aren't they? The the ensemble. The didn't you get the feel? I felt like even though I've watched quite a lot of this, you know, of those previous four series. The, the the writing is so clever that you get an idea of all these little characters yeah. that are And you care about them.
1: It's everybody's show equally, I yeah. thought, actually, because I did think it was just about Taylor Schilling and these mm. other little oh, people. No, but Actually, yeah. everybody's got very big roles. It, it, and it's very clever how they give them, like you said, equal parts throughout yeah. that first yeah. episode. Yeah.
0: And I do think, apparently, I haven't yet had time to watch. We've all watched the first episode. I've time to watch it. It's all 13, obviously, in classic Netflix-style drop next Friday, 9th of June. But from what I hear, from what I see... That a lot of this series is going to be this situation played out, oh, this really? siege, siege Ooh. riot, whatever you call it, and it's going. To, and I, I I'm that's bringing good. it on, yeah. yeah I liked, yeah. The whole thing could be about that because I, I think it's such a such a kind of ripe situation for drama and comedy and everything. I think it's going to be great.
1: Oh, and if you want to get real, watch you know locked up women behind bars as well. Uh, well also on Netflix.
0: I mean, if I find the time in between watching 13 <laughs> hours of this, I've still got another like 10 hours of House of Cards to watch. Riverdale. Riverdale. One day. Let's not go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Kay, Orange is the New Back, Virgin Viewer slot, never seen it before. Season 5, episode 1, how many stars?
2: Four and a half stars.
0: Four and a half stars. Steph Sealand. It's
2: a four. It's a four? It's a four. Is that
0: because you're still holding some weird grudge against Laura (laughs) Pepon for being in a program you liked 20 years ago?
1: It's exactly that reason.
0: I'm going to give it four and a half stars, Orange is the New Back. I think it was a really, really good, back to form for me, start of this new season. As I said, uh, June 9th, all all episodes drop finally of course it's question time
2: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. question time wow. what, we, we what happened were, there I, so, you, so, I think it was me you sped it up it was you me you sped it up I slowed it I'm down sorry oh.
0: but no I thought it was good I like it uh, bearing in mind that I reviewed Wonder Woman which is on about it for endlessly um, and you didn't get to see it what is your favourite um, superhero film of all time Stephanie Seelan
1: this is going to seem like I'm picking someone because they're new, but obviously all of these superheroes are actually old. I'm going Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man.
0: Well, the original Iron Man? Yeah. Iron Man 1? Yeah. Not 2 or 3.
1: Oh, God, no. Iron Man 1 is a fantastical <laughs> film. It
0: was good. Yeah. Fantastical. Fantastical. And fantastic. I like that. Brief and to the point. Okay.
2: Superman, Christopher Reeve, ah, original and the talking, best and the talking. absolute best, stands yeah. test of time. Fantastic.
0: Well, I'm very pleased you said that because that was going to be one of the two that I could narrow it down to because I love that original Superman. Yeah, I'm even quite a big. Superman Two is good as well. Mm. With um, oh yeah, yeah, with all those people. Uh, <laughs> I can I remember. Uh, but I'm going to pick The Dark Knight. I think The Dark Knight. Oh, I will happily yeah. watch The Dark Knight every six months.
1: Oh, The Dark do- It's they- so good. Christopher Nolan. Christopher oh. Nolan, he knows
0: what he's doing. He's a good <laughs> He really does know
1: what he's doing. And
0: what I want to say about, because I watched it again the other day, and because I, I was thinking about how, why are those, you know, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice and, and Suicide why are they so not good enough? What is it about his version mm. of those characters, of Batman, that was so much better than theirs? And it's just the tone of it and the skill of the storytelling and the visuals, it's all like, it's just a different world to those Not very good films. Christopher Nolan
1: is to Batman what Paul Greengrass is to Bourne.
0: Oh, very good. You've hit the nail on the head, Steph. Thanks very much. That is the end of the podcast. We've reviewed, we've previewed, we've talked about uh, comic strip films, and hopefully uh, at some point, my special lunch with interview with David Williams, because we're now in the middle of the live Britain's Got Talent semi finals, the finals on Sunday, and we'll put that out very soon as well, which is a kind of 25 minute chat I had over lunch with him. And when we'll be back next Tuesday with another Unmissables, well, thank you very much, Stephen Kay. Bye.
1: Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye.